friends, Laura Johnson here from Tickle Life, and this is Mindful Sex Ed Back to Basics. This is the podcast where we break up myths and build up facts about sex. And as always, I am joined by my incredible co-host, the Tickle Life in-house sex educator, Lulu Batista. How are you today, Lulu? Fantastic. Happy April to everybody. Yay! Yay! <laughs> so before we get into today's topic, we just want to do some housekeeping stuff. We've been having some issues with our RSS feed, so the podcast wasn't updating on Apple for a very long time. It just got fixed today. We are very excited. We are now, like, all the episodes are back on Apple, but now we're having a problem with Spotify. So we're trying to figure out what, what the heck is going on. We hope to be up and running on Spotify soon. But in the mm-hmm. meantime, you can listen to us on the Tickle.life browser, Google Podcasts, now Apple Podcasts, Amazon, <laughs> Amazon Audible, YouTube, and more. I think it goes out to some smaller like podcast uh, platforms yeah. as well. So we just really appreciate your patience and listening wherever you can. Now that like all of our stuff is kind of getting fixed up, we, we have access to uh, more of our stats and we're like, oh my god, we're like all over the place internationally this is so cool <laughs> yes we're excited hello to that one listener in estonia okay hey so we appreciate if you, you if you are um listening internationally or domestically we just again we so appreciate you got um all of you being a part of you know our journey in this and please reach out to us we'd love to know like how you found our show if you have ideas for what topics to cover, you know, all of that stuff, just contact us. So right now we're at mine. Uh, well, I was going to give out the wrong email. You can reach out to us on social media. We are mindful sex ed pod on Twitter and mindful sex ed podcast on Instagram. You can email us at podcast at tickle.life, but connect with us. We would love to learn more about who you Absolutely. all are. Absolutely. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, that would be so great. Okay. So tonight, in honor of our 69th nice episode, we made it this far. We are talking about the sex position 69. So we'll go over what it is. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about the best positions for 69. And then next week, we'll go back to talking about sexual astrology. So we could do that part two. And lastly, we are not doctors, therapists, or lawyers, and we are not giving out health, mental health, or legal advice. If you are having any health, mental health, or legal issues, please contact professional care or guidance. And check out all the resources in the show notes for more information and for their guidance, because we are only providing an overview. Mm-hmm. Remember that foundation that we built in, we built in that foundation for you. Exactly. So, what is... <laughs> 69. <laughs> a very good time. We're being very mature about this, by the way. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> of course. It's a position. Jeez, oh, sorry. 
giggles. It's a position where two partners are simultaneously giving and receiving oral pleasure. When the bodies are intertwined, they look like the numbers 69. Uh, so this is actually a pretty divisive position. There are some people that are like super into 69 and other people that are like, I hate that position. It's the worst thing ever. And I think that's because people who are like anti-69 feel like because you're giving and receiving, you're too distracted to perform and you're too distracted to really embrace the pleasure from your partner. How do you feel about it? Yeah, you know, you, I'm, I, I'm actually on the fence because I can understand both sides, right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes when you're really in that just equal, not to say really equal, but just that mind-blowing kind of time mm-hmm. where you just want to have this amazing ongoing experience with your partner. You don't mind. It's happening. But on the other hand, when maybe, you know, the partner has already kind of started giving and then now you're starting to give them and you're kind of already in this loop and you're almost to that tipping point, but they stop because now you almost get them to the tipping point, it kind of gets a little distracted because then you kind of stop to wait to get over your hump so you can finish getting them over there. So mm-hmm. sometimes it can get a little tricky. But then there's other times where it is just explosive and everybody is just like, woo! And you're just like, okay, I can go to sleep now. Thank you so much. (laughs) So sometimes that's where you hear that 69, 68, and I owe you one. And then sometimes it's like, okay, mm, we in this position, but you go ahead. And then when you got me there, I'll finish off. You can still stay there, but then you finish and then I'll continue with you. Because, yes, sometimes we can't get distracted. Because you're like, okay, wait, 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 wait. You moved position because now I did something to you that had you moving. And so now you moved. And so, wait, yeah, somebody got to stop so somebody can get theirs first. <laughs> and then yeah. continue. <laughs> yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. Just, you know, <laughs> some days you might be really into it. Other days it might be a little bit more difficult uh, or awkward. But, I mean, that's yeah. just how sex is. For me, like visually, so you know, uh, no partner to do it with, but visually, like it's not the thing I love to see most in in porn stuff. But I don't know, it it kind of squicks me out a little bit. I don't know why. I think it's it's sometimes position wise, you know, sometimes position wise, because it's always it seems to be Mm -hmm. that a lot of the time that the vulva owner at the bottom. Right. And that, you know, the penis owner has got his balls and everything that's dangling over here in your forehead and things like that. And so it can become a little like, okay, the balls I, hit you in the face a couple of times. I don't know what's happening. Can you I feel like it? that's my, I'm like, I don't, I mean, I want to be in your business, but I don't know if I want to be that much in your business. Got it. Uh, well, you know, I I recommend sideline for that. Yeah, I, when I was when we were do when I was doing research for this, the side position, I'm like, oh, okay, that seems equitable, and no balls on my forehead, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no balls on your chin. <laughs> All pun intended. <laughs> Aren't you proud of me, mom? <laughs> there you go. Bizarre. Oh boy, <laughs> that's good. That's 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 fun. Yeah, 
I think sideline and then, you know, sometimes because for the Volvo owners, sometimes they don't want, I know for me, sometimes I don't want to be on top because I'm like, okay, I'm a little bit bigger than my spouse. And so I feel like I'm maybe smothering you or something. Like, are you right down there? No, no, I'm good. But okay. And it's sometimes it's all about controlling the narrative. Depending mm-hmm. on on top and bottom, you can control how you're getting or how you're giving your partner. So it yeah. depends on how you want the narrative to go at that point. Also, mm-hmm. I think that that's a good uh, that is a good thing to bring up because there are power dynamics within mm-hmm. that position. Um, so we'll we'll get more into it in just a second. But communicating with your partner throughout trying it out and trying different variations of 69 is going to be really important because you need to be able to, you know, tell each other, this feels good. This doesn't feel good. I need to switch positions. I need a pillow. Like you need to be talking throughout the entire, well, not, not throughout the entire experience, but when you feel like you need to, you know, shift or move or it's okay to say that. when it's, Yeah. You know, I mean, you have a little like, you know, cold things you may touch their thigh or just say they move their body up a little bit if it's too you know maybe they're coming in too deep for you you know and so just maybe adjust and move a hip and and all that kind of stuff and and once you kind of know your partner you're kind of like okay cool 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 you know the signs and you're kind of reading the body and what's going on so it becomes fun yes yeah all right so this transitioned really nicely into our next part of the episode the best positions for 69. And mm. the one, the first one that we'll talk about is actually one that Lulu just brought up a few minutes ago is using 69 as foreplay, or this is cause I'm taking the title from Cosmopolitan, the lazy 69, which I don't know how lazy it is, but it sounds fun. This position is used as an extended part of foreplay where orgasm isn't the goal, but you still want to tease and entice your partner. So to do the lazy 69, you each lay on your sides with your heads facing each other's genitals. You prop yourself up onto one arm and then you start using your mouth and your free hand to stimulate each other. So Cosmo says that this is actually a good position for partners that have large height differences. Um, Have you experienced this? What do you think of it? um, You know what? That is a good... um segue moving into foreplay you know maybe um it's your first time that you and your partner want to use toys together but you still kind of a little bit shy about using toys in front of your partner or having your partner get a toy on you so that's a really good position y'all kind of not looking at each other but y'all know you know what's happening and so you can kind of start with there if you don't want to use your hand you can use a toy while you're doing mouth play I use a pillow because guess what? You know, you don't want to lose all the cartilage in your elbow because once it's gone, it's gone forever. So, yeah, I would recommend a pillow, not to be leaning on your elbow. Sorry, that's the massage therapist in me, but um, cartilage on your elbows are one and done. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, let's get a little cushion on that. All right. But definitely, it kind of gives the mood something and you could, it's teasing because you don't really know what's happening. You're waiting, anticipating that kind of what's going to be the next move because again you can't really see each other so to speak and yeah people who are you know uh, weight difference or height difference it really does because you don't feel like you have to adjust so much yeah when you're you know the traditional 69 way so absolutely 
Yeah, and you know, like I think it was good to bring up the the weight differences too, because if you're a plus size person, you maybe feel a little self conscious being on top or mm-hmm. underneath. I mean, bodies are weird and interesting, and right. you know, we personal. So, um, I think I like what you said that it it allows you to explore each other, but you don't really have to worry about some of the things that might make sixty nining kind of tricky. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So the mm-hmm. next one is called the teasing 69. And in this mm-hmm. position, you lie facing each other and you take turns stimulating each other instead of working simultaneously. So someone is performing, then they stop and then you switch off. So uh, you can use toys, hands, or your tongue to bring your partner to the brink of orgasm and then you switch, which I think that sounds fun. How do you feel? That that is definitely an amazing stamina trainer. Mm. Definitely, again, if you were just allowing your partner to play with toys on you, you know, in that way, that's kind of fun. Maybe it's your first time doing oral on each other, and so okay, okay, you go, and then I'll go, and then you know, we kind of see what's happening, or. Maybe you want to try something new you learned. You say, okay, I'm going to try it on you. Let's see what happens. And then what did you learn? And then maybe you took a class. <laughs> you know, you took one of our DJ class or maybe a Taking Condolingas class. And so you're like, ooh, let me show you what I learned in this workshop. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's fun. And it, and it builds up and it, it makes the anticipation amazing. And you may not get through that 69 because now you just want to jump each other's bones. And who doesn't love that, right? And mm-hmm. so I think there's a lot of... um pros to that because you're really getting to know your partner and you're getting to know their body and they're getting to know you and you're getting to know a lot about your body as well and just seeing how different things you know you react to and what the build-up looks like for you because I mean you may never know really yeah I think that's that's really great to bring up and it allows you to fully focus on pleasing your partner and then when they're pleasing you you can fully focus on embracing their techniques and you don't have to worry about getting distracted and then no one's satisfied so <laughs> i like the on and off but i think what you also said in terms of learning how your partner builds towards orgasm is really great because yes. then you can incorporate that also when you do other fun <laughs> sexy things yeah <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next one is the basic 69 that most of us are probably familiar with. And I'll describe this one from uh, Women's Health. But basically, you have one partner lie on their back while the other partner straddles their face and leans over their torso so that the straddling partner can stimulate the bottom partner's genitals. So the classic, the basic. What do you think? What are your thoughts? Um... Yeah, it's cool. Again, for those people who, um, myself included, have control issues, so I'd rather be on the bottom because I can control the narrative, what's happening in front of me. And then for those people who, you know, maybe they have a, a, a shorter throat or they can't really do deep throat and things like that, being able to, you know, maybe use hands and be able to guide where and how far the penis is going is could be a plus for you to be at the bottom because sometimes on the top you can't really you know adjust to where the angle is 
And so there's some, you know, cons and, and pros to that as well. Finding your adjustment, finding what's comfortable for you. Do you mind balls on your chin or whatever? <laughs> or, or for the penis owner, do they mind you being so close to their butts? Because mm. that would be a good position for anal stimulation, but maybe... I don't right. know if I want to be Great close position, to that. Um, for P-spot stimulation, you know, you're getting, you, you got all of it, you know, right there, but maybe someone is not comfortable. So maybe they've never done 69 with them on top just because of that. And so the person has to always adjust and they've never experienced, you know, that, what that looks like for them. So, you know, those are the kind of conversations. That's why people would do sideline because you don't get that temptation, if you will. <laughs> And the other person won't get uncomfortable, if you will. Yeah, yeah, I think that's important to bring up. I mean, for me, for me personally, I, I think the side, when I get to that point in my in my life, I feel like the side position is going to be more comfortable for me. Just mm-hmm. you know, again, like feeling shy about someone being yeah. in that space. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, to each their own. Yeah, <laughs> because some it, people, you know, they might be comfortable one, you know, before, and I'm this new partner. They're learning, and so they're not really ready to, you know, dabble. And and some people, that's like, hey, this is this is my go-to. I love it. Sometimes mm-hmm. when your partner switch, hey, this week I'm gonna be on top. You be, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing, and you just have fun with it. But you know, as we always say, communication, um, making sure that each person is comfortable adjust when you need to and give feedback mm-hmm. absolutely all right so then we'll move on to some variations so like we've been saying throughout the episode don't be afraid if you need to adjust your positioning to get more comfortable you can bring in some toys to use uh so you know if you are performing oral on your partner they could be using the toy on you and then you can switch uh, if you want to explore some more acrobatic positions, Lulu can <laughs> talk about that from the book that she has. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you can try that. Although, me, this is safety. Because those, because those positions can get a little bit more complicated and they're more athletic and acrobatic, they could be a little dangerous. So <laughs> take caution if you're yeah. going to try to do some of the more complex moves and make sure that you're doing research on how to do that so lulu do you want to talk about the acrobatic positions you were showing me before the episode started so first (laughs) off they come from this amazing book that i've had for a very very long time it's called the oral sex position guide we'll have it in our show notes this is a go-to for me at all times and i'm doing workshops whatever love it now i'm not going to show any photos because we don't want to get in any trouble on our youtube channel but um, we will probably try to find some cartoons that'll be more, um, you know, applicable. Uh, but so position number 47 is the gymnast. And so basically you have to be pretty, you know, flexible. The, the low partner is basically doing a handstand. No, mm-hmm. was it the crawling thing where they're kind of like on their hands? Oh, it's like, it's like the, the oh, crab, right? The crab. Yeah. yeah. So the partner bottom is doing the crab and then the partner on top is legs extended and they're reaching over to perform oral so they're they're let's just say the um vulva owners on top their breasts 
and the person on the bottom's nipple is almost like touching. Mm-hmm. So you're performing that way. So the thing with that for me is, right, when the person on the bottom <laughs> is about to come, what is going to happen? Are they going to fall? Are their arms, you know, I think about in that safety um, um, talk about, I think about that. Because then you have to be on the ground. Like, you can't be on a bed or anything. So, mm-hmm. so we have some cushioning down in case, you know, we fall. I always recommend that. Get one of them, like, workout mats. Not a yoga mat, like a, a thick one, gymnastic kind of mat if you're going to be doing that kind of performance. Yeah. And um, for the person on top, you know, and the knees get weak. Now you your knees buckle, and now you fall down the person's face, and now they fall and hurt the arm. So, you know, it, I mean, yeah. I would think that, so yeah, you definitely need the upper body strength to make that successful. I would also suggest, I think having the gym mat, that that thick plush mat Mm -hmm. is very important, but also maybe using like a sex wedge or something or the love wedge might be good to like have extra support underneath the back of the person on the bottom. You're kind of just supposed to look like a table. Yeah. Like a big space in between. Mm Mm-hmm. Because if you think about it, that love um, wedge is kind of big. And if you're not that size, if you're a smaller person, it probably wouldn't work as well. What about doing it on an actual table? Like on like a coffee table or something where you're... Well, they do have a position like that where it's called um, hang- the hangover, where oh. the person on the bottom is like hanging off of like the edge of the bed or so the table, and the other person is kind of like directly in front of them. So they do have one like that. Yeah. Be careful. Use precautions. <laughs> you know, have some safety equipment on. Seems like <laughs> make sure you have band aids close by in case you, you get some lumps and bumps. Guess what? We will watch you if you want an episode of Sex Seven to the ER. We will watch. We will. Watch. But you can't blame uh, us. We we've given you warnings you. to be careful. Exactly. Exactly. So another great position here is number sixty-three, which is the double nose bag. And so you definitely need knee pads. So basically, one partner is doing a handstand with their body facing up against the wall. And the other person is kneeling in front of them. And the partner on the wall has their legs wrapped around the other person's neck. Again, a lot of body, right? Because then (laughs) my thought is, what if the person that's on the knees now you know, comes and then it's so amazing that, that they drop you and then you hit your head. Mm. And what if you're not expecting it and then, you know, this would be a vulva owner or I guess not doesn't have to just be a vulva owner, but whoever is right. performing on the penis owner, yeah. if they finish and you're upside down, <laughs> I feel like that's not going to be too comfortable. Right? Yeah. I also think of, and again, this is just me, like, what if their load is really heavy? Mm-hmm. And then you kind of choke. <laughs> right. A little bit. <laughs> I feel like that's a definite mood killer. So, again, proceed. <laughs> with the- so, I would say that if you are interested in exploring these more complex positions, maybe towards the beginning of whatever you're doing so that it's like more about the teasing as opposed to the orgasm because yeah i feel like you definitely shouldn't finish yeah (laughs) 
That would be a di- and that would be so difficult. You can try really hard to not complete the mission. Don't complete the mission in an acrobatic sixty-nine. Don't do it. <laughs> that's just that's just one man's opinion, but you know. <laughs> I mean, I agree. You know, this book. And so what I like about this book, honestly, because they have, they tell you the benefits of the position, they tell you how to, and then they have extra credits. So if you're a little bit more flexible, a little bit more thing, there's some like extra things you can do um, if you can sustain those things. So um, love, love, love the book. Um, you know, it, it just resonates with me and I love to, you know, share information with everybody. So Look it up. It's really, really amazing. Yeah, we'll provide a link to it in the show notes for you to peruse. It's definitely going to go on my Amazon wish list. So I can be super prepared. Okay. So let's move on to some tips for making this fun and pleasurable. If you're picturing how these different positions might operate, things can get a little awkward or a little weird or complicated. So don't take it too seriously. Have fun with your partner. Try new things. If it's not working, it's okay to stop and regroup. You don't need to feel bad or weird about anything. Just have fun. The exploration is part of the fun. Mm-hmm. 100% agree. And, it, you know, it gets awkward sometimes. You're like, oh, my bad. I didn't mean to, you know, and, oh, wow. I didn't know that you can do all that. And so, they can just laugh about it. I'm like, okay, well... <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, for next time, not that part. <laughs> yeah, laughter, laughter eases a lot of that tension. So, you know, enjoy yourselves, basically. Yeah. Make sure to stimulate the areas around the genitals, too, so you can touch other erogenous zones. You could use your hands, your mouth, toys, just this to... This is a good time to get behind the knees. Oh, yeah. You have easier access to doing that. So, of course, you know, with the consent of your partner, it's... Yeah. You know, talk about what areas you want stimulated or not stimulated in advance. But Mm -hmm. again, this is a great time to get to know your partner's body, have fun with it. um, And yeah, just just embrace that journey. Absolutely. Use lube. Make sure to have lube. Flavored lube could be really fun here, but if you're using... Uh, toys or fingers for penetration, you know, like we've talked about in the past, make sure you have water-based lube for vaginal penetration and silicone-based lube for anal. Lulu, would you have any any product recommendations for lubes? So, um, right now, System Joe has some really nice cocktail ones that taste really amazing. Um, They also, you know, all of their flavor ones are pretty nice. So, like, pick a flavor that you and your partner like or that you like and your partner wants something different. Um, Check the ingredients, you know, talk about that. Um, I like Wicked because they have this stuff with Sevia. And so, you know, it's it's a little bit more um, healthier, if you will. Um, but, uh, they're all really nice, you know, again, on my website. So if they're there, you know, I'll try them <laughs> and I recommend, but the flavored ones are really, really nice. They're, they're mm-hmm. super fun that, you know, they have a lot of different flavors depending on the season. 
and you can really have an amazing time. You can make a little cocktail if, if you want to, you know, try a couple ones together and mix that up and see how that works for you. Um, but have fun with it. You know, again, maybe it's your first time. You know, my Laurel has their, you know, their underwear yes. for play. Um, so you can, you know, try those if, if that's something that you want to dive into. Yeah, I, I think, you know, have the conversations, know where each other's stands and, you know, what is comfortable for both people so everyone can have an amazing time. <laughs> and then make notes later on after you recuperate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And for those who are listening and not watching, my laurels are, are they latex underwear? So they're underwear for oral. And yeah. these are... Da, 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 da. Um, natural rubber latex, which may, which may, oh, it can cause allergic reactions. So if you're allergic, if you are allergic to latex, you might want to take caution by using these. Right. So you might want to try a different product, but yeah, my my laurels are full coverage briefs. Mm-hmm. Um, that they have bikini, they have brief. Mm-hmm. Um, they have some new ones that also came out. I have the first, their first edition one, but they do have some, some newer ones and maybe those are not as latex. They look a little bit different in form, but, um, they do have, you know, obviously those, they do have some different ones also that just came out. So do check them out. Um, but I think something really, you know, great product, mm-hmm. um, some great instinct for those first starting out with oral and not sure. Yeah. Good time. Good yeah. time. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I love that. I think that product is so great and we, we've talked about them before. Yeah. Uh, we're not sponsored by them right now. We just, we're just big fans. We like what they're yeah. doing. Okay. Uh, another tip could be using temperature play. So we've talked mm-hmm. about that before you could use cooling or warming lubes. You could mm-hmm. uh, play with temperature by using a glass toy. That could be really fun. Lulu, do you have any other tips for, temperature play well you know a couple of companies um cal exotic um a couple of other ones have temperature toys like that are not glass that you heat up they have a couple of rabbits that warm up um and so that's one you know also if you're not ready for glass because you know some people are still intimidated by glass toys and so they do have regular rabbits and things like that that do warm up to a nice temperature so that could be something, you know, to try as well. Excellent. I didn't know. I didn't know they had that. So something mm-hmm. for me to look into. <laughs> yeah. I need to look I got some in the stash. <laughs> and then the last tip, of course, communication. Discuss mm-hmm. what you liked, what you would like to do, maybe how long you would like to do it for, what areas should be touched or should not be touched, and letting your partner know if you're enjoying it or if you want to stop. So you know, there are ways you can do verbal, nonverbal communication, but all of this stuff kind of maybe needs to take place beforehand. So in the heat of the moment, if something happens, you know, you can figure it out more easily and yeah, no one gets upset. <laughs> or, you know, maybe um, also in addition to, let's just say you were all good with, you know, being at the bottom and then, you know, maybe for whatever reason, um, it's a little bit too much or, or it's coming a little cumbersome. Yeah, flip on that side real quick. Just kind of like, you know, guide them over. Let's move over this way, you know. <laughs> and let's change positions real fast and, you know, kind of work in that angle. You know, 
sometimes said and not said is still the same thing. Just to make sure you say, mm, okay, hey, can we turn over or kind of turn them over and, you know, nudge and coast and, you know, massage. Say, hey, let's go over here now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, Lulu, do you have any final thoughts before we wrap up? So, 69 is fun. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You can have an amazing time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, communicate with your partner. Um, enjoy the experience of what's happening. Take those moments. Take as little as long as you need to. If maybe you're a person who don't want to, you know, do it for so long and or whatsoever. But be in that space. It's really amazing and it can really take you <laughs> to another stratosphere, if you will. Um, but if you're going to try the acrobatic stuff, please be careful and stretch first before you do that because no one wants a, a muscle spasm in between doing a table dance. Oh, boy. <laughs> mm, no. no. Could you imagine? Oh, and wow. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. You know, if you're especially if you're new to trying this position, start slow, you don't have to go from one to flipping your partner upside down, leaning against a wall. Uh, you know, you don't have to go super crazy with it. So use it as a tool to explore each other's bodies. If it ultimately doesn't work for you, that's okay. Or if you think it's the best thing ever, keep going. So, you know, everyone is different. There's no wrong way or right way to do it. As long as you are have the consent of your partner and you're communicating, things should be okay. <laughs> so just enjoy yourself. <laughs> yeah. All right, everyone. So that's all for this episode of Mindful Sex Ed. Thank you so much for joining us. If you have a question that you'd like us to answer, please email us at podcast at tickle.life. Or you can reach out to us on social media. You can follow us on Twitter at MindfulSexEdPod and MindfulSexEdPodcast on Instagram. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast wherever you are listening. Reviews on Apple Podcasts. And we're there! We have new episodes on there! Uh, So reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We're going to try to get Spotify fixed, but you can still review some of our old episodes, so please do that. They are both particularly helpful in getting us out there. Sharing is caring, so please send this episode or any of our episodes to a friend. And lastly, check out all the podcasts on the Tickle Life Network and visit Tickle Life for all of your mindful sex and needs. Goodbye, everyone, and we will see you, fingers crossed, next week with sexual (laughs) astrology. Thanks for being with us. See you. Bye. I'm <laughs> sorry.